Life's too short. Life's too damn short. So eat everything. Try anything. Exercise. Experience all that life has to offer. Here's exercise physiologist, medical journalist, and healthy talk host, Melanie Cole, MS. Do you have a good memory? You know, sometimes doing these shows, I sit there and try and remember what it was I just said. Or I'm also one of those people that I'll ask somebody their name, and I guess it's that I don't pay attention enough to hear what they say their name is, even though I know better. So are you somebody that needs to work on your memory and you really want to know if there's some ways to do it? Well, my guest today, Chester Santos, he's known as the International Man of Memory, Chester, welcome to the show. Do you believe that somebody naturally has a great memory or that it's something we can really learn to do by balancing our checkbooks or doing crossword puzzles or any of these other types of, you know, practices? So I firmly believe that everybody out there is capable of improving their ability to remember things. So no matter what your current level of memory ability may be, just by learning the right techniques and putting in a little bit of practice, you're going to dramatically improve your ability to remember. And that's the subject of my new book, Mastering Memory, Techniques to Turn Your Brain from a Sieve to a Sponge. That's a great name. And the fact is that doing what I have done for so many years, I know the brain is a muscle, like the heart is a muscle. So certainly healthy things, exercise and good nutrition, all those kinds of things are going to help to work our brains. But exercising our brains, thinking of things, remembering things, studying things, does that help to improve memory seems to be such a, a an untangible, something we can't touch. I can tell you all about the heart, but it's so hard to talk about something like memory. Memory, in fact, the more you exercise your memory, the stronger your ability to remember is going to get. And even things that might seem a lot of times impossible for people to remember, if you just use the right technique, the right approach, uh, you can accomplish really a lot with your memory. And this can help you out with just about any career. It's useful in your personal life, and it's definitely very useful for students to develop memory skills. Well, absolutely. I mean, students, I'm trying to teach my kids when they study, when I have them recopy their notes, because I say that's a great way to memorize and to to work on memory. But give us some of your best advice, since these aren't long segments. I want to hear from you, your, your most important ways for us to increase our memory's capabilities and to remember those things that we're just so sometimes scatterbrained and we can't remember whether it's a name or where we put something. Give us your best tips for improving our memory? So the book is filled with techniques that apply to things like presentations, foreign language vocabulary, uh, exam material names. Uh, so many different things are covered in the book, but I'd like to go through one quick exercise with you and your listeners can follow along because I think it's just the best way to understand how easy it is to learn uh, these techniques and how powerful they can be. So I'm going to have you, Melanie, a little challenge for you and your listeners. I want for you 
to attempt to memorize the following random list of words. It's gonna. It might seem very difficult or, or impossible at first, but it, it will be easy in the end for you to do this. The word list is monkey, iron, rope, kite, house, paper, shoe, worm, envelope, pencil, river, rock, tree, cheese, and dollar. Now, a lot of times when I recite that list of words to audiences, I, I do this at corporate presentations around the world, people in the audience are looking at me as if, there's no way I'm going to remember that. You're, you're crazy. There's no way I can do this, not unless you give me a lot of time. And some of your listeners might be uh, having that reaction right now. But you're going to have this down in about two minutes. How you will memorize this, Melanie, is just listen to what I described to you, that's all, and just see and experience it happening in your mind. The whole key is just to have fun with this. This is not really a memory exercise. Don't see it as a uh, a, a test or anything. Just have fun with this. If you're smiling and giggling, it's a great sign. So I'm going to describe a little story to you. The first word was monkey. So I just want for you to picture a monkey, all right? Just see this monkey. It's dancing around, making monkey noises. <laughs> Whatever a monkey would sound like, <laughs> I got to work on my monkey impression. No, that's so. good. <laughs> I'll work on it. Monkey, see and hear the monkey. The monkey now picks up a gigantic iron, like that you would use, iron your clothes with. It's dancing around with this giant iron. The iron starts to fall, but a rope attaches itself to the iron, maybe even feel the rope, really interact with that rope. You look up the rope, and you see the other end of the rope is attached to a kite, all right? Maybe you try and touch the kite. Just see this like a movie or a cartoon playing in your head. Just visualize it. The kite suddenly crashes into the side of a house. Really see it crash into this house. The house, you notice, is completely covered in paper. For some strange reason, see that paper. A shoe appears out of thin air, starts to walk all over the paper, maybe <laughs> messing it up, that shoe. The shoe smells pretty badly, so you decide to investigate, see why the shoe smells so badly. You look inside and you see a smelly worm. The smelly worm is crawling in the shoe. Picture that, the smelly worm. Ew. The worm jumps out of the shoe and into an envelope. Maybe it's going to mail itself or something somewhere. I don't know. Envelope was next. A pencil appears out of thin air, and it starts to address the envelope. Really see that pencil writing on the envelope. Pencil was the next word. The pencil now jumps into a river. There's a huge splash. For some reason, when that pencil hits the river, river was next. The river is crashing into a giant rock. This rock flies out of the river. It smashes into a tree. This tree is growing cheese. Okay, I was wondering where you were going to go with the cheese, okay? I was, I was wondering how you were going to attach the rock with cheese. Keep going, sorry. <laughs> no problem. It's growing cheese, believe it or not. And out of the cheese shoots a dollar. A dollar shoots out of... The cheese, that was the whole list. Now, I'm going to go through this again quickly in about 20 seconds. Very quickly, I'm going to go through it. And at this point, you will just replay through this little story that you've created in your mind. So we started off with a monkey. The monkey was dancing around with what? It was an iron. What attached itself to the iron? A rope. The other end of the rope was attached to what? It was a kite. What did the kite crash into? A house. What was the house covered in? Paper. Paper. What walked on it? A shoe. What was crawling inside of the shoe? A worm. 
The worm jumped into what? An envelope. What wrote on the envelope? A pencil. The pencil jumped into what? The river. The river was crashing into the rock. The rock flew into the tree. The tree was growing what? Cheese. What shot out of the cheese? A dollar. So now I think that you and also your listeners following along should be able to recall, uh, if not all of the words, at least most of those words, by just going through the story in your mind. And the major objects that you encounter as you're going through the story will give you the words in order. Would you like to give it a try, Melanie? Yeah, I mean, I'm down with it because, I, I mean, I, I can see the story. And, and I already could even when you went through because I have pretty good memory. So I had monkey, iron, rope, kite, house, paper was the one I at first forgot. And then when I heard the house was wrapped in paper, shoe, worm, I don't get that connection, uh, worm inside the shoe, and then the envelope. With a pencil, I love the envelope pencil thing. River rock, and again, I don't see the rock and cheese thing going, but you could say rock and cheese because cheese is my favorite food. And then dollar because in my story, uh, cheese is expensive, and so it costs a pretty penny, and then there's my dollar. So I've got them all, but let me ask you this because in a certain way, your story is like an acronym or monikers or things people use to try and remember and like fast for stroke, we think of fast, face, arm, speech, time. Is this kind of along the lines of what you're talking about is is to come up with something that your brain can then make sense of and you'll remember it then that way? In in a way, you're 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 on the right track there. But the issue with acronyms is that it's not going to be easily extensible to anything. Whereas this story idea, coming up with a simple image or series of images to represent what you want to remember and then building a story is more extensible to just about anything at all. And also, I want to clarify something that in fact, when you start to study these techniques, the more counterintuitive, the less it makes sense, the more it sticks in your memory. So actually, believe it or not, the worst part of the story that I gave you was the envelope, uh, the pencil writing on it, because it kind of makes sense. Um, Things that make sense, uh, it's better to have things that are crazy, unusual, extraordinary. That's actually going to stick in your memory even, even better. Well, let me ask you this. Hold um, on. This me... is a memory aid. This is a this is a mnemonic like an acronym, but it's a different type of mnemonic. Okay, so one of the perfect ones, and I see that you've memorized all of the congressmen. I know you don't have a lot of time and stuff, but one of the perfect ones that all of us remember because it was something that was put to song is the preamble to the Constitution. We the people in order to form a more, you know, we all know this now because we learned it on Schoolhouse Rock in this sing-songy way. But that kind of made sense because we were reciting a paragraph. So wrap it up for us. Tell us where we can find your book. Yes. Your best advice. But you know where I'm saying with the music thing? Yeah, so, so again, that's another mnemonic. Memory aid is music, but again, it's not extensible. Like, how would you apply that to names? Uh, it's not going to work as well. So in the book, though, I outline techniques that will help you with names, presentations, facts, figures, formulas, foreign language vocabulary, techniques to remember anything at all. It's mastering memory, again, techniques to turn your brain from a sieve to a sponge. Uh, It's available on Amazon, 
Amazon.com, Mastering Memory on Amazon. I hope people will check it out. It's, it's fun. Uh, the exercises are entertaining. This, is, this stuff is really easy for anybody to learn. And the book is called Mastering Memory, and you can read more about Chester Santos at internationalmanofmemory.com. This is Melanie Cole, and life is way too short not to remember all the wonderful things that we do. Thank you so much, Chester, for being with us today. Great information. And like I said, life's way too short not to remember all the stuff, our children, what they said to us when they were four. So we all need to work on our memory because that's how we live our life and retain things and learn things and feel them. So thanks again. This is Melanie Cole. Life's too short on Radio MD. Stay well.